first, I am, my parents were parenting for the first time with me. That's very true. And that comes with a lot of trial and error. When I wanted to go on exchange, my parents had a fit because they're like, who has not done that? Why are you trying to do that? Like, no one has vetted that. I have to actually make an effort to take a step back mm. and so people can love me that way. Hello, everyone. My name is Moya. Hi, my name is Tosa, and we're the host of Fees in a Podcast, where we have everyday conversations about navigating adulthood, prioritizing community, and wellness. Ready? Ready. Hello. <laughs> Why did you freeze? I was like, are we gonna sing? Um, oh yeah, before we hit record, we've been singing Oh mine, oh mine, oh mine, oh mine, oh mine. And it's stuck in our head because Jaylen. of Jalen and Monet. If you are on TikTok, Dad and Mom. Oh, it's not my own daddy and my mommy. Yeah, my but, daddy and mommy. Um, is this cute so couple cute. on TikTok? I was watching their <laughs> vlogs this morning, and I'm like, wow. Yeah, but like, mm. see, I'm cheesing. Oh. Yeah, we're here for a reason. Anyway, welcome back to another episode. Another episode. Um, what are we talking about today? A heavy, heavy topic. I don't think so. Okay, light topic. I think heavy is what you make it. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> heavy is the crown. Be heavy, is the- heavy is the head that wears yeah, the crown. There we go. <laughs> I'm sorry. But we are talking about elder daughter syndrome. Mm-hmm. When I was trying to like... Yes. Is that what we're going to... No, we're not shortening it. <laughs> when I was thinking about this episode and I kind of preparing my mind for this episode, I was like, this sounds like a made-up term. Now that I think about it, it's giving therapy speak. But mm, mm, mm. we're talking about elder daughter syndrome because um, we are in the theme of mm-hmm. childhood. I'm digging deeper into like who, we, who made us who we are. Digging deep. <laughs> Please, we can't start with this chaos. But we're digging deeper into um, just childhood and things that made us who we are this season. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we thought it would be fun to talk about elder daughter syndrome because I, Tosan, Mm -hmm. um, I am the eldest of three. Um, And also just like sleep, sibling energy and sibling relationships. I think this kind of touches into that. But yeah, elder daughter syndrome, we hope to kind of share our experiences, um, things, factors that influenced um, how we feel in, I guess, the syndrome. It's hard to explain the topic because I'm like, this seems made up, but it will make sense when we, when it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's what this episode is about. But before we get into it, as usual, how was your week, babes? Girl, my oh. week has been <laughs> <laughs> my week has been long. It just week feels just like started. oh, not, not just week, but like since the last time we recorded, yeah, my week has just felt like it's been going into each other like no break. Mm. Because. For the past like four weeks, I've been spending my weekend going to church to practice because I was part of the creative expressions team and they were doing a presentation. So I've been going to church to practice. So it feels feels like my weekend I've been doing something. And then I walked all last week. And then it's just, I don't know. I if you tell me to give you a breakdown of what's been happening, I don't know. I'm, I'm just coasting. It's just going. I'm, it's giving a... Um, was it auto drive all this autopilot? <laughs> that is what it's giving. I'm just going through the motions. Yeah. I feel like maybe it's going to slow down a little bit soon. Mm. I know we had a long weekend. 
um, last yeah, weekend. Yeah, like yesterday. But I did not get a long weekend. I was at work. <laughs> but yeah, that's how my week. It's been long. I've been keeping myself entertained and distracted with um, K-dramas mm. and all these other things. And Grey's Anatomy, no? And Grey's Anatomy. I mean, season nine. You're so fast. Well, do I have anything <laughs> doing else in my life? <laughs> Am I doing anything else with my life? Um, I'm in season nine. If you watch Grey's Anatomy, please let me know. Let me know as well. I used to watch Grey's Anatomy before. Mm -hmm. And then... What season did you stop at? Right after Derek... Mm. Spoiler alert! Ah! Spoiler! Spoiler! (laughs) If you haven't watched Grey's Anatomy before, just skip... No, actually, skip a minute. Because (laughs) I'm about to talk about some stuff. But yeah, I... Stopped in season 11, right before Derek died. Ooh. Or season after Derek died. Because yeah, I was like, I, beg, I don't know the direction this like, is going. I'm not sure what this is. In. I think I stopped after Curve left. Oh, sh- oh that's See, coming. Whoever, so many crap is Shonda coming. is actually, she needs to be held they need to. Well, I'm in season 9 and I'm already feeling like we need to wrap this up. Oh, this yeah, needs to Christina end now. Christina is about to leave. Christina is about to leave. Baby We've just literally go. spotted for anybody. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we apologize. Um, yeah, Bailey. Just so many things are happening right now. Mm. Um, so if you want to get to Anatomy, let me know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm currently enjoying it, but I know that I I feel like I'll get to that point when I um like season ten, season eleven. Where I'm like, I beg, is enough. Yeah. I don't want to do it anyway. But yeah, that's been my week. Like nothing too crazy, and I've just been like watching stuff and stuff. How's your week? Um, how's uh, your past couple weeks? Because it's been a couple weeks since we recorded. Yeah, I think for me, it's been all over the place. Like I had my good days, my bad days, and it just feels like, like yeah, <clears throat> like highs. Like my highs are like really high, and then mm. my lows are like really low. But tell us about the driving. So, <laughs> I am now a driver. We Yeah, they know that. And I almost drove onto the highway. Okay, so I don't drive on the highway yet because I'm a new driver. And mm. I just don't have the like confidence to do that just yet. Yeah. But I was driving to Tosana's place with Tosana. That was the first time she was in the car with me from my place. And there was a right turn that I had to take. And I almost took the wrong one that would lead me to the highway. This guy wanted to carry me <laughs> to my Mecca. <laughs> I was just like, oh my gosh, like I thought, I just thought. And you know the funny thing, in that moment, I was like, Tosan, you can't panic. Because <laughs> if you panic, <laughs> panic, your life might flash before you. I was just like, my, your highway. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh crap. <laughs> I was like, oh crap, sorry, sorry. <laughs> But yeah, I and then I drove here, I drove to Sam's place again to record this episode and guess what? And I drove by myself. So this is like the third time I'm driving by myself. And I almost went on the highway again. Girl, myself. we need to stop that. But Especially you know if you what? want me to drive with you to beauty supply. You will come with me. It's fine. We'll be good. It's fine. Learning experiences. Yeah. But my week has been okay. Like my past couple of weeks, um, got, yeah, the driving is... It's an experience. Like, mm. I killed my battery. <laughs> like, it's just so Yo, many things. if we tell you all the up and downs in this car. Like, with this car. Not even 24 hours. I've already bashed it. Like, it's just 
too many. <laughs> I can't see everything on here. But yeah, and summer is almost over. So that's really, it's making me really sad. I can't lie. Because this summer, summer was giving not that nothing. nice. Jiggets. It's giving it's rain. giving nothing. Green and hailstorm. <laughs> but yeah, as always, let us know how your week has been. Come mm-hmm. chat with us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe on threads. Um, but yeah, we'll head into the episode as usual. With elder daughter syndrome, I feel like I might be talking a lot more <laughs> during this episode. Yeah, because um, I'm the last born second child. But it's a little different for you people. Don't you people? Yeah, I, I do think so. We'll it's a little off. different for you people. But um, yeah, so I guess we could just go into what elder daughter syndrome is. And I think you can also give your perspective as being the younger sister um, of two, how... If you think you know what elder daughter syndrome is, or if you feel like you've experienced it in your family, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I believe that for me it's a little different. Um, but I'll let you go first. What do you think elder daughter syndrome is, and have do you think you've experienced it in your family? So for me, I don't necessarily think like I know what elder daughter syndrome is because I'm on social media and like mm. I hear all those things online but I think for me that word didn't really start being a thing until like I don't know let's say four or five years ago Mm. maybe like four years ago like 2019 um like I didn't really hear about it but I definitely understood what it meant of just like the but the burden that um parents put on you put on elder elders daughters Mm. to begin with um, because their own experience in childhood and like growing up is so vastly different from what like a last born would experience. Yeah. I think I always understood that like last borns are like the baby of the house or like the middle child is mm-hmm. like they don't really they really care they don't really care about them. <laughs> and then the elders that I would always like be responsible for like everything. So I always knew it, but like the term itself didn't like become such a buzzword to me until like 2019 um and I think a lot of like when they say elder daughter syndrome it's really connected to like um immigrant households Mm. or just like um non-western households so non-white spaces and I don't know for lack of a better term I think it's mostly like African and Caribbean households as well as like East Asian um, or like Southeast Asian mm. communities. Um, so I don't know how it shows up in other cultures, obviously, but I do think it comes up specifically in those cultures with my experience at least. Um, and I don't think I like have it per se. You say I don't think I have it. I don't have the syndrome. <laughs> but, and I think it's because I'm the second child and the last child of like my family. We're only mm. two. So I think the dynamic is very like, Different. We're close in age. So How close are you guys in age? My sister is three years older. It's not big of a difference. Mm. So I don't even know if I've like seen her experience it th- that much of it to some degree as to like how you've experienced it. Um, but I've seen other people who aren't my sibling experience elder daughter syndrome. Mm. I don't know if that makes sense. So I've seen like a cousin of mine who's like way older, like sort of experienced those some specific type of burdens of being Mm. an elder daughter on her um but yeah i don't know like i think you being an elder daughter like tell me more i want to hear from you it's a little interesting because i've heard it especially in tiktok 
TikTok. I've heard a lot of people from TikTok. I do agree that I have also heard it a lot from people in um like non-Western households. Mm-hmm. But it still seems like a made-up word to me, to be honest. <laughs> it seems like yes. a made-up word because I'm like, okay, is this just something that is with elder daughters? Mm. Is this something that elder sons also experience? Um, mm. And so I was looking into it, and it's actually very specific. to Because I was like, is it just an older child syndrome? Mm. Um, because I'm not only the older daughter but i'm also the first child mm-hmm. so i'm like oh it's my experience specifically because it's the elder daughter syndrome or is it just something first that born. comes with like being a firstborn yeah, yeah, um yeah. but when i was looking into it there's actually like research not that much research yeah but research that goes into like no it's actually more um i guess the the brunt of the issue is usually more common with girl girls than men yeah um and this lady she was going into like how um the burden on girls is often expected because they are supposed to emulate the role of motherhood Mm. um and traditional motherhood and what Mm -hmm. that looks like and there's a lot of responsibility mm-hmm. and burden. Why are you kicking? <laughs> no, because <laughs> a thought just came to, before you even said it should emulate like motherhood. Something in my head was just like, does this have some sort of link to patriarchy mm. by any mm. chance or misogyny? He always does. <laughs> he always leaves back there. Where does, where does he never <laughs> leave back there? But yeah, she's um the, the, this um lady. She's um. She's a clinical director of something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to go too much into like the research talk, but she was like, yeah, it's supposed to emulate motherhood and the responsibilities of traditional motherhood and how um, traditionally motherhood would be described comes with a lot of more emotional burden. Mm-hmm. And so you, the eldest daughters are supposed to emulate that, which is why it comes with a lot of like emotional responsibility yeah. too. Um, but yeah, for me, I definitely feel it, Sha. Mm. Even if it's therapy speak Evil. or if it's like a made-up term, yeah. I do feel it's this overwhelming filming. And it's it's very complicated for me because it's such a love-hate relationship. Mm. Um, I am the eldest of three. Yeah, I'm older than my middle sister with three years yeah and then my youngest sibling i'm older than her with 10 years that's like <clears throat> wild to me such a big gap mm-hmm. <laughs> it's such a big gap and so with that there are a lot of things that i used to call myself i tell my parents all the time that I was the experiment child because first I am, my parents were parenting for the first time with me. That's very true. And that comes with a lot of trial and error. Yeah. And then I was the first to try all these schools that my, like, I remember high, um, primary school, which is, I never know how to translate it into Canadian terms, figure it out. Great something. Great something. But when around, like, the school or the grade that you're in around, like, age 
one to six. I know he has four to six or something mm-hmm. or when they go to school here. But I remember I was going to the primary school with my little sister, my middle sister. Mm-hmm. And the school was so ghetto. You were. <laughs> <laughs> this school was so ghetto that after I graduated, my parents made the executive decision to take my middle sister out of the school into a more posh school. And my younger sister didn't even step for foot near the school. No, 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 So I had to suffer through six years. And I must say, it it was not like a terrible experience. I wasn't like being like bitten. I wasn't having to like fetch water from, Mm -hmm. from somewhere else. But um, I wasn't having to like trek to school. It was a well, like... It was an okay school, but compared to the school that my sisters went to, he will be considered a little getty. A little getty. A little getty. And so it almost feels like I have to... um, I was looking at... I was watching one TikTok, and she said being an elder daughter, it feels like an unpaid internship. Mm. It's like, I'm just doing a lot of testing, a lot of working. (laughs) Um, I moved to Canada by myself. They saw how it was. They were like, hmm... You feel it, and then Let if it's know. tough for you, we will let your sisters experience something different, even with, like, secondary school. And I see it even being easier and easier for my youngest sister mm-hmm. because she has two people to try yeah. it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and the gap is so big. My parents yeah. have enough time to figure everything out, things out before it gets to her. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's... I will say I experience it, um, and it shows up, like... Mm-hmm. differently in my life okay um but sometimes i'm like i don't know if i'm just making this up in my head <laughs> what would you say like you said it's a love-hate relationship so what would you say you love about it and then hate about it it's a love-hate relationship because my experience with other daughter syndrome i don't know if i defined what it means but it, um the definition is that it's a syndrome um, is the burden felt by the oldest daughters because of their unique childhood experiences. Mm-hmm. Because of my unique childhood experiences, I have developed my personality. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I've developed my love languages. The way I love is act of service. Yeah. And so it's a love-hate relationship because now what makes me feel burdened is also how I love to love people. Mm. Like, I love to serve my family. I love to serve my friends. Um, My love language is act of service. Um, And with that kind of love language, service, like even if you look at service industry or anything that requires you to serve people, it is, one, sometimes can be physical work, but it's a lot of emotional work. It's a lot of sacrificing. And sometimes it's also a little lonely because you might not receive what you are given. Mm. So it's a love-hate relationship because it's now what I love to do, yeah. but it's also what makes me very overwhelmed and feel burdened. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a little tricky. Sense. It's a little tricky. And, like, it shows up in my life in other ways. Like, sometimes <laughs> it makes me have some level of resentment sometimes mm-hmm. towards my siblings. And mm-hmm. I love my siblings. If you know me, I love my siblings mm-hmm. so much. Um but not resentment that's ever outwardly shown in my character and my um, behaviors. It's just that sometimes when, like, I'm the one that's always the phone call for my parents if something needs to be done. I'm the one that's always 
the one that if there's any fight, I'm the one to break it up. Mm. Or if my parents have an issue with my siblings, they call me first. Mm. And almost giving me the role of my parents. Parenting my siblings. <laughs> and so I don't I don't like to throw too much like buzzwords, but it will be considered as a parentification. Yeah. And which I don't think my parents my parents do a very, very great job in trying their best to like protect us and like protect us as kids yeah. and stuff like that. But sometimes like my mom will send me my younger sister's grades in mm-hmm. school. And she'd be like, now my sister does great in school, but prior, when she first started, she'd be like, call your sister and talk to her about grades. I'm like, girl, <laughs> is that my job? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, Miss Ma'am, is that my job? Yeah. Um, and so it shows up in different ways. And so, like, yeah, it's literally a love-hate relationship because I'm like, I love being there with my family um, and I love supporting my family. It's just that sometimes I'm like, can you put call somebody else? Who is Guess there for me? Mm. That's the question. Who, 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 who. I don't know the way that song was going. <laughs> me neither. But yeah, I'm like, who is there for me? And like, people are there for me. And I think it also comes with like, it's still an ego thing that I'm also working with, um, working on myself with because like, I do think people show up for me, mm-hmm. but I measure people showing up in the way I show up for other people. Mm. And I'm like, and you're showing up for me, but the way I show up, yeah, I need you to show up the exact same amount. Mm-hmm. And is this, is this arbitrary number? Because what's the really level? Explain. You can't really measure showing up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a very complicated um, relationship. Yeah. Do you think, I know you say it doesn't show up, like you don't experience elder daughter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't think your sister experiences it too? I think she does. Mm. Um, in certain aspects, I don't think it's would be the same degree mm. for you because it's because I think it's just me. Like she doesn't really have any other like sibling to look after. Yeah, if that makes sense. <clears throat> and because we're two, and because we are so close in age, my parents are. They're like, oh, you're a sister's keeper. Like, mm. both of you are your keepers, especially in, like, Canada and being away from them. Um, but I think growing up, though, she was, like, the first to... She definitely experienced it in the, ter- in the sense of, like, going to um, university first or, like, going to high school first or yeah. trying those things out first before I had the experience of all those things. Um, so I think in that sense... She experienced it. She was a trial and error child as well. Mm. And then... Mm-hmm. I was going to say, do you acknowledge the benefits of having an elder sibling? Yeah, for mm. sure. What do you think those benefits are? I think tested and trusted in my mother's words. Because <laughs> she'd be like, oh, no, Tolu went to this school. Like, you go there, tested and trusted. I'm like, oh, fair. Like, it is tested and trusted. But at the same time, I I don't, like, ponder in it. But, like, I wonder, like, what would my life look like if... I had your own choices. Had my own choices and mm-hmm. like took different paths because I didn't want to go to the high school that I like w- attended in um, Toronto when I first came. I wanted to attend something else, so I just it was like, like unless it's already went there. So yeah, they're like, no, you're not going anywhere else. Or like you lived in that same area, or just everything was just do what Tolu did because mm. she succeeded. So that's the only way. Sometimes though, I think about it. and I'm like, it's not my parents' fault. Yeah, exactly. Because 
my parents are like they are both the elder of no that's wrong <laughs> my dad is the first son mm. of his polygamous family yeah. and my mom is the last born of oh, like your mom 18 is people yeah so it's like polar opposites the, it's, mm-hmm. the youngest of what like 18 oh yeah sorry <laughs> I, I was like oh yeah I was like, like 18. 8 or 18 no yeah. Well, they were really getting it on yeah, that time. Many, many wives. <laughs> but like, um, she's the last, but both of them are both like the primary caregiver mm. to a lot of their siblings and parents. Yeah. Um, and so they have that like huge responsibility of just like caring for people. Yeah. And so I think, although they do a great job at, it, at ensuring that like my sister and I have what we need and mm. we don't like, ask or we don't have to like go out of our way to get what we want i think like the only thing in their head is like oh the least you can do is like take care of one another and sometimes that taking care of one another can look like what should be their job or what should you know shouldn't even be anybody's job but the person who is in question. So for example, if my parents are like, oh yeah, like you need to check up on your sister or like you need to make sure she does this. I'm like, she's an adult. Yeah. She's her own person and she's her own individual with her own choices and consequences. And I can't necessarily force her to do anything that she doesn't want to. Yeah. And I understand parents when they're like, oh, just encourage her now. Like, but there's only so much you can do versus like spoon feeding someone yeah. right or or having that person do that to me as well um and i was yeah. saying like the reason why i also don't blame my parents is like one two similar to your parents my mm-hmm. parents are the both my parents are the eldest out of their siblings oh wow um well they're nuclear uh, i'm not including extended mm. and i'm not including the polygamy mm. <laughs> <laughs> but um out of their siblings they're the eldest and so i think that Sometimes they draw from their own experiences mm-hmm. or lack of experiences yeah. to inform their expectations of me. Yeah. And so they're like, I do this for my family. Yeah. I do this for my siblings. And so yeah. this should be like this it's is normal. what it's supposed to be. And this yeah. is the responsibility you're supposed to have. Mm-hmm. And this responsibility that God has put on you. Yeah. Cause, you're cause the like, chosen one. Them being like the eldest and like sole provider is almost like they're doing for siblings and like they're literally being parents to yeah. their siblings. And they've had they've had people also parent them. Like yeah. who weren't they've had people who weren't their parents, parents also yeah. parent them. And I so I, I think their experiences, <clears throat> their culture, um, I think those are some of like the factors that like influence them putting those burden of, on like me or like my sister because yeah. they're like this is what we know. So I can't really blame them for it. So I think culture as well. Yeah. And the pat- patriarch. Oh, good. <laughs> and just because when I think about it, I'm like, it's, so, it's such a thing when someone is like the first son. Yeah. Or like if you're the son or if you're just a boy in the house, there are different, they're like different gender roles. Yeah. And responsibilities. And responsibilities. And that like mothering or motherhood nature, or just that emotional, caring, nurturing support. Yeah. Like, if they're thinking, if you're looking at your household, a lot of, I'm not saying all households, but a lot of African and, like, Caribbean households want the lady to be in the kitchen. Um, and, like, doing all those, like, 
work for in quotes women mm. um and then the guy would either not be washing his plate after eating or like i'm sorry but or just like they do more like the in quotes manly work mm. like they wash the cars or they like um turn on the generator or something really like a manly in quote again um so i just think it's it's just culture and what they've seen yeah, really. and i think that older sons do get a brunt of like things like differently though because i think of when i see families when they lose the parents and the responsibility yeah. that the man the older son has to take yeah. not saying that they do not have their own problems they have their own problems because they do have 100. their own problems but when talking about older daughter syndrome i just think um not just the responsibility but the emotional responsibility mm. that um can be a little overwhelming yeah um but yeah, I wish we had like guy, old, a guy, old, yeah. a guy to come give mm-hmm. their own perspective and um, perspective on what it it's like being an elder son. Yeah. And but, we mentioned this in body image about wanting a guy's perspective. So if you're a guy, yeah, and you want to feature, we're calling all men. You um, <laughs> why are you like joking. this? Why are we're you chaotic? Not you. We would love to <laughs> have love you on the podcast. For we sure. love you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> we see but, you guys listening. But yeah, yeah, but yeah. So I would love to hear their perspective too, and not to also be like whiny because I did have a pretty privileged childhood too, mm-hmm. um, compared to like others. Oh, even um, compared to my parents. And compared to my parents, yeah. like the responsibilities that they had to have as an older daughter, like putting people through school. Mm-hmm. Um, you know like, like working if, if, so many jobs. Can you imagine my mother is just like, oh yeah, or like at some point she was like, oh yeah, you have to like you have to get so many jobs so you can pay for like your I sisters. Don't know, like maybe tuition. not my sister, but like someone else. Yeah, or like a not, cousin or a niece's yeah. tuition. I'm like, girl, what? Yeah, so they went through their own stuff, but mm-hmm. this is just from like our own experience. Before we continue the conversation, as always, mm-hmm. this is just a little quick reminder to, to what? Subscribe. <laughs> to, to, to subby. Subscribe. To subscribe. An Apple podcast. Yes, Apple podcast, Spotify. Um, if you're listening, you might as well just follow. Mm-hmm. You might as well subscribe so you can be reminded. Do we have a goal for um, followers this year? Oh, for the rest, I have a good one. I don't want to say it. No, we have to say it eh? from our mouths to God's ears. You're from our what lips. number are you thinking? Where we are now, we're like 52 on Spotify. You think so? I don't know what we are on Apple, I'm not sure, but I want us to get to 100 collectively on Spotify and Apple or each. No, both. Oh, oh. wait, should I be more like you know, this is then just give me a flame. Let's tell them to follow. So, what. 100 each. Spotify. 100 each. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big so goals. There's only four months left. So how many months left? We go like find them. <laughs> we find them. But please, yes, yeah, subscribe and follow on Apple Podcasts. Um, I believe Apple Podcasts is subscribe and Spotify mm-hmm. it's follow. Yes. Um, please find us on Instagram and follow us. Um, uh, it's peace in the podcast.tm. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also find us on threads and you can find us on um, Twitter at hmm, let's see if I'll get to this episode <laughs> peace in the pod mm-hmm. underscore TM yes! that's right I know that's right <laughs> big bang that's right girl yes <laughs> wow please, that's pretty good right. but please um, follow us um, we would love to have you as part of 
like actual part of the family. Don't just come and listen and go. Mm-hmm. Be part of the Peace in the Podcast fam. I think the only other thing I wanted to talk about when it comes to this episode would be how like being an elder daughter and like experiencing elder daughter syndrome affects like my relationships, how I love people, my personality, mm-hmm. um, even like if there's any psychological effects and how it affects my relationship with my siblings. I feel like I've already talked about it for a little bit. Yeah. But I also want to know for you, has your sister's experience, and even though she didn't experience, if you don't know like what kind of other um, syndrome she experienced, but has your experiences as siblings and the burdens that you've had separately as siblings affected your relationship with your parents, affected the relationship with your sister, and also like your personality? I kind of struggle to like answer this question. I'm not going to lie, because again, I feel like I'm not the older sister yeah and I think you have more experience but I do think as a younger sister I'll I'll, like a younger sibling I'll talk from that perspective of like I think I don't really I always wonder again I don't ponder on it but I kind of like wonder like what would my life had Mm. looked like if my sister didn't go to like you know like York University and like not like my parents wanted me to go to the same university, but like it was easier when I got admission into that university because like, well, your sister's already there and she mm. loves it. Might as well just go and it's a school you want to go in, go to anyway. Or like just different experiences with um, even the high school that I went to here. Um, I think it also had like impact with even coming to Canada. Like what if my sister Yeah, imagine if Tolu... Came what and hated it, and went back to Nigeria. Yeah, do you think like, they would have let you come? No, <laughs> that's the thing. That I'd be like, oh, if she hates it, obviously not. Because like, even with boarding school in like Nigeria, I like totally hated it. But they were still like, I'm still going to go because she eventually started liking it. Mm. And when she eventually started liking it, I hated it. Like I was <laughs> like, I cannot. You cannot force me. Like I. I was like, I can't do it all. I'm going to die there. <laughs> and so I think they were just, and then they sort of like pulled her um, like out of um, boarding school as well. So I think as much as it's like elder daughter, I think it's very like sibling, like both of Especially you. Especially like, because there's only there's two There's only two. So there's like, oh, they have to be tied to the hip. Mm. Like they have to be in the same country. They have to be commuting together or like it's all, it was odd when my sister was like in boarding school and I wasn't like, it Mm. felt it was really odd. So they were just like, no, no, no. Um, so I do feel like sometimes it's an older daughter thing, but it's also like a sibling thing of like, they just want both of us to be in the same Mm. country or be in the same like space. Um, and I think the only thing they, like how they can envision us being separate individuals. Unfortunately, I think in their head is like when we get married. Yeah, they're like, you they're can like, finally oh, separate. You can't separate when you go to your husband's house. I'm like, <laughs> girl, like, like what if I want to like live somewhere else? Like I would dream of like living in New York just by myself. Really? You want to live Maybe in New not York? by myself, but like just experience things differently. Like when I wanted to go on exchange, my parents had a fit because they're like, who has not done that? Why are you trying to do that? Like no one has vetted that. Mm. Um, so it's just very much like my experiences are not 
like I have to fight for it. Mm. Or if I want to go on a trip to like, let's say Mexico, for example, and they're like, oh, are you going with sister? I'm like, well, she doesn't really, like she would like that, but she's not interested for now or something like that could come up and they'll be like, no, you have to go with your sister. Like, how can you leave your sister? So it's very much like, you have to care for your sister. You have to be with your sister. Your um, yeah. So, and I also think like in terms of faith as well, like when I saw um, my sister, like be really involved with faith when I first um, came to Canada, I think that was a really huge impact on why I decided to also be involved. Cause again, I was 15 and I didn't yeah. really like understand anything in Canada. And I was just like, let me just do my sister's dream. Tested and trusted, like my mother said. So, um, tested and trusted, that's the theme of this episode. Exactly. <laughs> and so it's almost like um sneak peek on like uh, faith conversation, but it's also like when um I also saw people struggle with faith, or like when I saw my sister struggle with faith, um, and I don't speak for her, but it's just like I too almost started to struggle because I was like, Well, if the big sister is struggling, I'm gonna struggle. <laughs> and so it's hard to like almost have my a mind of my own and mm. I think I do I think and I'm my do. own individual but it's also like I don't notice how subconsciously subconsciously I'm like tied to her decision sometimes yeah. in certain areas um I like my sister is also my friend like she's not just my elder sister so yeah. when it came to making friends a lot of our friends became my friends because I'm like how can I know like like my like it was just both of us growing up yeah. um and like other cousins and stuff but I was like well she's my friend she's my sister I like she has a good um like judgment in terms of making friends so <clears throat> obviously like I'm going to be friends with her friends so like I knew you from my sister yeah. so it's just very like thank you Tolu <laughs> like most of our friends are my friends um and yes I have other friends as well but it's just almost like her life, like our lives are very intertwined mm. and like we're really together. But I think it affects my relationship with my parents though in terms of like when they start to put a lot of like responsibility on me in terms of caring for her or not even caring for her because I think caring for her is like in me, like am I, like we're sisters, I love her, but it's it's more of like you need to make sure she does this i think that's when i'm like with my parents i don't want to keep talking to you right now if you if you want to force me to force her to do something mm. if that makes sense um because again i can't force anybody to do anything yeah. um but yeah i think i'm not really sure how it's affected like relationships with my friends or even like my relationships with like let's say a romantic partner but i think with my personality it makes me feel very um responsible for like myself and like people and mm. I feel very like I, ca I can't disappoint them or I can't disappoint anybody and I can't disappoint myself like almost like a people pleaser almost mm. and I'm like put myself on this pedestal that I've been kind of put on um and then I can't like get off it if that makes sense <laughs> say, get me off did you get me um, but, yeah I've, t I've talked a lot no i think i relate with a lot of things but as an elder sister i feel like i was seeing it i was like oh my god maybe my sister feels this way who knows <laughs> but for me with being the elder daughter i think it's definitely affected the way i relate with people like i feel 
so like so much a huge sense of responsibility for everything that I'm a part of. Mm-hmm. And like it's making me such an overachiever. Mm-hmm. It's also made me like I find it very difficult to be vulnerable. I'm like, you can't crack because mm. if you crack, everybody be, be, after you will crack too. So like <laughs> you got to figure this out. Mm. It makes me, um, makes it very difficult for me to accept help because I am the one who does the helping. Mm. And I'm not saying this to be like, oh my God, I'm so perfect. Like <laughs> I can literally figure everything out. Mm-hmm. Like it is such like a terrible personality trait a mixture of overachieving perfectionism egotistical Mm. it's just wasn't ready for that last word (laughs) it's just a (laughs) nasty means because like you feel burdened for like having to help people yeah but then because you have had to take that responsibility and step up and like i have to lead my sisters and i have to be an example it also makes you Almost a little bit narcissistic. Yeah, I don't think I'm like, narcissistic oh, because you're like nobody else can do it. Yeah, I have to be the one to lead the way. Yeah, like you can't. There's no one up. else that can be a leader like me. Mm. Um, and that's such a test, like terrible personality trait, especially when you're living in community and when you're trying to build friendships and trying to build relationships because mm-hmm. then nobody nobody can ever do it the way I want to do it. We're having mm-hmm. a conversation, me and you, Moyo. Um, about like trips. I don't think that's what you were thinking about. That's not what I was thinking about. I want to know what you're thinking about. Hold that thought. (laughs) But (laughs) we're having a conversation about trips and every time we travel together, I am so anal about like, I make a Google Doc, Mm -hmm. I plan the entire thing, I put it into like... To some plans like Canva, like itinerary. For even hangouts. Yeah, like let's not go into that first. Mm-hmm. Let's just go into trips because that makes me sound a little <laughs> less stu- crazy. Um, like when we we're going to Montreal, we we're going to Na- um, Niagara. I plan like an entire Google Doc and everything, and then I put this pressure. I put times. I'm like, we're gonna be here this time. We're gonna be mm-hmm. here this time. I research all the restaurants, and in my head, it makes me feel good mm-hmm. because I'm like, I love to create an experience like i love to serve my friends in this way i want people to enjoy their trip mm-hmm. and when i make times i don't put it like i'm not like in all about the time like it's not like when we're on, on the trip i'm like oh my god it's 12 p.m we gotta move <laughs> oh my gosh i used to be that person before but i've changed yeah i'm not like that but like i'm like i want to research the best experiences the best um like restaurants the best yeah, food i want to make sure that it's in everybody's price point mm-hmm. like I'm putting effort into that. And so I will do all of that because I love doing it. But then wh- while I'm doing it, it makes me feel like every other person is not excited to be on this trip or doesn't care much um, about the trip as yeah. much as I do. And so Moya asked me one day, she was like, we're talking about it. And I was like, oh my God, I hate like being the one having to do this all the mm-hmm. time. And she's like, I thought you loved it and that's why we let you do it. (laughs) And it's such a like love-hate relationship because I'm like, I want people to enjoy their time. Mm -hmm. I love being a host. Like when I get people here, I plan 
Moyo is here to record. I was just telling her, oh, should I go and buy groceries and make you banga soup? <laughs> and he's saying, like, I want to serve. Mm-hmm. But then while I'm doing it, I'm always, like, in my head, I'm like, why are you doing this? Nobody treats you like this. Mm-hmm. And, like, why are you giving people this so much, like, energy? It's, I don't know. It's Me, if I'm confused. Because what did you want to say? <laughs> I was even thinking, I was like, oh, oh I noticed how much you love, um... You know, like when I serve you. Mm. Oh, like you gave me a care package last week. It was so sweet. <laughs> Whenever, <laughs> exactly. Why are you laughing at me? I'm just. Are like, you mocking me? I'm not mocking. I just find it really interesting when you finally decide to receive the love, but you don't know how to say it. Mm. That's the thing. <laughs> not about not trying to out you or anything, but you're just like, oh wow. I'm very happy you're like feeding me or like if I'm serving you or doing something. I notice how like you take that love in. Yeah. But what I wanted to talk about was, you know, in terms of like being an elder daughter and you like taking initiative and stuff. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't want to speak for you, but I think we're talking about romantic relationships and how you don't really like if the guy doesn't take oh my god <laughs> <Take> initiatives because <laughs> you're just like i typically lead mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anyway i do i do know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> um yeah like romantically it's it's challenging too because i'm like i really want to i really want to enjoy like the experience and like the romantic experience. Um, but it really irks me and irritates me when the guy, mm-hmm. which is so crazy because I'm like such a bus babe and everything. <laughs> but like, I, love, I want to be soft. I want you to be taken yes. care of. You want to be taken care of. And so I was just in a situation where I was talking to someone and I just felt like they weren't taking the lead. Mm-hmm. They weren't taking the lead in conversations. They weren't taking the lead in... And I was just like, girl, this is... It's hitching my skin. <laughs> it's hitching my skin. And so, it's, that's why I say it's love here because it's the way I love people. Mm-hmm. But then, it's also the way I receive love. And so, when I'm in a situation mm-hmm. where both of... Only one person can be leading, it's hard because it's a tug and pull. It's like, I have to actually make an effort to take a step back. Mm. and so people can love me that way anyway it's complicated donate to my therapy fund go fund me <laughs> come help Tosan's life it will <laughs> please but like I like I appreciate your answers but I do want to probe more because I didn't really hear when, when have you read any episode that Moya have not decided that she wants to oh, probe yeah, more oh yeah sorry just tell me more about your relationship with your parents like how has that affected it I don't really know because it's a little complicated because I do think that, I don't know, my my relationship with my parents is something that I don't think too much about. <laughs> <laughs> Not in a negative way. Yeah. Like, it's like, I don't give it too much deep thought because mm-hmm. I was like, you know when you feel like there's cobwebs? Yeah. And you don't want to find out. You don't, mm-hmm. might, Let's just be rosy. <laughs> um... But I do find myself sometimes I get a little frustrated where I feel like, oh, there are things that they can ask my younger siblings for mm-hmm. and they choose to ask me first. And I understand because 
the middle child, Miss Hodames, doesn't really pick up her phone. Mm-hmm. She's very, very, don't use the word terrible, not great at communication. <laughs> and so I'm easily, accessible. like, accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes it makes you frustrated. Like, they're currently doing a visa thing and I'm the one doing it. And I was the first person they called to ask about it. And I guess they want me to do it because, like, I've also had more experience in the in the country and with immigration and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, this is not one more thing I have to do. Like, why didn't they ask my sister first? Mm-hmm. Um, but it almost, like, makes sense. Like, you have the one that's going to do it for the family. Yeah. Um, and I don't mind. The thing is that I don't mind doing it. I just sometimes I get a little frustrated where it's like, why is it just only me? Mm. Yeah. Okay. But I feel like there's more if I thought about it. But I don't yeah. have the energy and the power this night to give a great thought. But you have to have the power for something else. What? How do you... Ah, you are your question. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not an older sister. I will do the interviewing. But like, how would you say that you've sort of tried to build boundaries with them? Or like, or how do you think they can do better if you're not sure of what boundaries to build? Um... Not even just with my parents. I feel like building boundaries my siblings too. Mm. Um, I've learned to nip things in the bud. Mm. Cut it. Um, Cut it. And I actually still think it's very difficult for me because I don't know how to say no to my parents. Mm. Because the last thing I want to do is disappoint them. Like, mm. what if I say no, they don't love me anymore? Mm. You <laughs> never know because... African friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think my parents would never not love me, but sometimes you never know. It's very conditional. Mm. Um, so I'm like... Go listen to our second episode on yeah, individuality. individuality. But yeah, so I'm always like... Now, I just... I'm finding the fine line of when to say no, I went to delegate. Like sometimes when they come to me about things about my sister, I'm like, call her. You don't have to go through me. Well... I don't have to be the one to settle this. I can't even imagine that for me. Because like, my parents be like, I'm calling her, she's not picking up. Same. <laughs> then you call again. And <laughs> <laughs> you call her again. Oh no. Um, like deal with that. Like, and even with my my sister too. Like, there's some things where, like, I was mentioning. Um, I don't know who I was telling, but like, my sister used to send me emails. Mm-hmm. Not send me emails, but all her sure, emails, yeah. she would show me first, and she would <laughs> ask me to reply. Or she would say, oh, can you help me with responding to this? And before mm. I used to do this, but then when it started to be like, when is my relaxation time? Mm. And I've off my brain. GK, I'm just watching I'm something. I'm just watching something. I'm just laughing. I'm just kicking. <laughs> like watching the month. Uh, money and Jenny. No money and Jenny, but the oh, Aquaman. <laughs> Aquaman and uncle with a chair. And I'm just laughing. I'm just kicking. And you're showing me like a serious professional email for me to respond to. I'm like... Why do I have to review this first? Mm. And I started to realize that it's not just, oh, because my sister is very, very intelligent. Mm -hmm. She's just been used to having things go through me Mm. and just needed to find confidence in like, actually, what you come up with is good. It's actually really good. And so I will be like, you respond and I'll read it. Mm. And if I have anything to add, I'll let you know. And then, after a while, I'm like, I don't have anything to add. It's a pretty good email. And mm. I'm just, now, six months. The entire 2023, I've not responded to one email <laughs> that does not belong to me. And so it's just like creating boundaries and delegating. 
Um, and that's something I still struggle with because it's also the way I like to love people. So mm-hmm. I'm always like finding the fine line. It's like, when do I need to step back? When do I need to step in? When do I need yeah. to step out? Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, if you have any tips for me, please share. Yeah. Um, if you have any any advice, I'm hoping to hear. I don't know. With my own parents, I just try to like calm them down mm. as much as I can and try to remind them that she's her own person. Mm. Like, I'm not, as much as I'm, a sis- I'm my sister's keeper, I am not, uh, like, I'm not a god. Like, I can't, you know, again, force had to do anything she doesn't want to do because like Toby is a very stubborn person mm. um and they need to and they know that but they think for some reason i have like a secret sauce i'm like same. I, don't, I don't got same it with my sister we all do not got if it if they want to convince her they're like oh you know if it comes from you i I'm said like, she will not change her mind you get, i'm like no <laughs> it is what it is and like they need to understand that we both are different individuals and yeah. we both should be allowed to make mistakes mm. and live with the consequences of our decisions and our actions. But they don't want, like, I understand their parents, they don't want us to see, to they don't want us to go through, like, regret or failure or any sort of things mm-hmm. like that. But this world is messed up and we have to just live in it through some, yeah. and they can't protect us or shield us from, like, all the pain that they're trying to protect us from. But yeah, I don't but know how, how do you think they can do better, not in relation to, like, just Tolu, but, like, in the fact that you have to live your life like, almost similar to how it's impounded out for her. Mm. Um, is there a way that you think they can do, but or like any boundaries you've created with that, like you having to follow your elder sister? I think it just puts my foot down. Mm. Like, for example, I'm hoping I go to like Nigeria this year. Yeah. And like, like it's still up in the air for my sister. So, yeah. I'm like, I'm going regardless. Mm. <laughs> so I think the more I put my foot down, the more they're like, oh, okay. Please get that butter ticket without the rest of us. <laughs> Reckless no, behavior. <laughs> you don't understand. Because I was really, I was, yeah, that was really, that was also a sad day for me. So I was just like, you know what? Do I knew she, she just said, oh, box my ticket. I said, mm? <laughs> What? Reckless behavior. But anyway. But yeah, I don't yeah. know. I think just putting my foot down and just telling them that it's fine. Like, she'll be fine and I will be fine and I can live my life the way I want. Like, the mm. more, for example, my piercing, they definitely do not like it, especially because my sister doesn't have it. Mm. Because if she did have it, I don't know if they might be more, like, acceptable yeah. with my piercing. Because I know for a fact that they always say, but doesn't have it, so why do yeah. you? I'm like, because I'm my own person. So, yeah, it's just hard sometimes because they always compare because we are just two. They will compare and they're like, but who does not do that? Or if I go, you know me, me and outside, we are sisters and brothers. So they'll be like, she why the last, are you always... Um, our first episode, you said I should not be saying that you're sleeping on the oh, street. Oh, yes. I'm not, did I say I'm sleeping <laughs> on the street? No, oh my gosh. But they were like, they would always be like, your sister doesn't go out. Why, why are, you are you going outside? out? I'm like, we are two completely different people. And, and you yeah, need so to understand. So down, just me always saying, if you like, keep talking. I would do what I want to do. Mm. Within reason and within yeah. like, you know, concentration and all that. But yeah. But 
I think this is the end of the episode. I think this is the end. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you have anything to share with us, please come talk to us on Instagram. Um, let us know if you're an older daughter. All the older daughters unite. Come, let's comfort each other. Let's give each other one big hug. Or if you're an elder sibling as well. And yes. if you're a man and you've experienced women in your lives, be the oldest daughter and like go through all of this. Let us know as well. Yeah. And yeah, um, if you have any advice, any tidbits, if it's not does not apply to my situation, but you have advice for even younger siblings mm-hmm. and how they deal with the aftermath of watching their older siblings go through yeah. what they're going to, please share with us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Moya, where can they find us? You can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcast. What voice is <laughs> a this? He's in a podcast. You see two beautiful girls in the green background and on Instagram and and what? And Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> you, on Instagram, you find us at peasnapodcast.tm. And on Twitter, is peasnapod underscore TM. Make sure you give us a follow. Make sure you share this episode. Make sure you um, subscribe and yep. leave us a review as well. It gets us to more people on the mm-hmm. platforms. It gets us to more um, people who can subscribe to this content like this. And it basically lets Spotify and Apple Music apple podcast know that you enjoy these things so yeah that's about it that's about <laughs> it okay. i lagged there for a second my brain went off um see you in the next episode Bye. love and light peace, peace out, out.